Welcome to another episode of the Off-Market Operator Podcast. I am your host, Cole Rue Johnson. Today's show is about hiring. Boring concept for a lot of people, but if you guys want to do big things, you guys want to let go of the vine, so to speak, you guys want to have a business, not busyness, all the cliche terms about building a company and building wealth and going from hustler to operator to architect, you need to hire. Um, this show is for you. Please stick around, watch this twice or three times and implement this. This is something you could implement this evening when you get home, if you're in the car or it's the morning when you get to the office. This is something that will make um, it, your life much easier. And if you've watched my previous show, I talk a lot about slowing down and stepping back to put in the systems and processes. This is one of those processes that'll help you scale and be a responsible business owner. So without further ado, let's get right into the show. People don't fail at real estate because they suck. They fail because there's too many ways to succeed. That's why I suggest you focus on the most important skill in all of real estate, which is finding deals. I'm Colbert Johnson, and in this podcast, I share the exact steps I've used to source 400 deals by age 24. This will allow you to do three things, control your deal flow, make unlimited income, and build your empire as an off-market operator. Welcome back to another show. Um, as I said in the intro, today's show was about hiring. I've spent tens of probably hundreds of thousands of dollars um, on developing a hiring process that works, taking frameworks from leaders and coaches and consultants and books and podcasts. And we've created a very streamlined hiring process that I know is going to help you hire more effectively. Because at the end of the day, you guys, systems, processes, AI, tech are all awesome. But at the end of the day, to scale, it's usually a hire that you make that, that makes an exponential jump in your business. So knowing people is, is a huge thing. And, I, and I, there's a quote I really, really like that I share with my team a lot and my various companies. It's, um, you know, a lot of people want to compete with us in the championship, but they never showed up for the draft. What that means is they want to compete with us when it's time to make the money, get the check, do the deal, do the flip, do the development, um, have that income. But they didn't want to show up to the draft and do the work on finding key team members of their team. And this episode is for you guys to find those key team members. No matter what you're doing, what income level you have, you have more ability to delegate than you think you do. Um, I know this from experience. Um, if you are even making $50,000 a year from this business, you can hire eight to $10 an hour virtual assistant right now to take away all the executive admin stuff um, that's repeatable and annoying, including email and calendar and Slack um, very quickly. You do not need, you know, um, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to do this. And as you grow in your business, you'll you'll go and you'll hire better and better people. And this this process that I'm going to walk you through, which is our internal hiring process, um, helps you do that. The first step of it is outlining what success looks like for this role. And the way we do that, I call it the um, hiring scorecard. Some people can refer to it as um, the hiring measuring stick, whatever you want to call it. Let's call it the hiring scorecard for the sake of this video. What the hiring scorecard is, it's a way to outline what success looks like in a role. They're most most people get frustrated after they make a hire, not because the person sucks or they suck, but because they haven't outlined and communicated what success looks like. And your job as an owner of a company is to outline and communicate what success looks like, give someone the resources they need to do it, and the timeline they need to do it, and then get out of their way and let them do it, even if it looks a little bit different than how you would have done that. And I like to say all the time, someone doing something consistently day in, day out, at 70% of how good you do it is more important than you doing that thing at 100% one day a week. 
And that's where a lot of entrepreneurs and real estate investors shoot themselves in the foot. So back into the hiring process, we have the hiring scorecard. The first thing you're going to outline is what success metrics look like. So let's take an example of we are going to hire a social media manager for our real estate company that's going to keep our socials up to date, our web presence, our SEO. Um, they're going to handle our review sites. They're going to collect testimonials from our sellers, and they're going to build that brand for us, um, which is going to bring in JV deals, going to bring in credibility of sellers. It's going to change the game for us. The first thing I might look at is if this is a new hire is the number one thing on my success metrics might be all of our social media accounts are set up. So our Instagram, our YouTube, our, um, our, our Yelp, our Google reviews, they're all set up and running and with consistent content, at least one piece of content a day posted. The second thing might be collecting testimonials. The third thing might be growing by at least 100 followers per month. The fourth thing, the fourth thing might be unique and engaging content. So you want to set your success metrics and what those are when we go to make this higher. The second part of this after what we're looking for is how do we measure it? So if my first one is create social media accounts, how I measure it would be, do we have a social media account on every platform? If the second measurable metric is one piece of content per day, easy. We're going to track our social media KPIs and see if we're truly posting one content piece of content a day across platforms. If the third one is 100 plus followers per month and growth for each platform, easy to measure. We track our KPIs. We measure that on a monthly basis because you guys, delegation without measurement is abdication. If we are delegating work and we are not measuring that work being done by our team, we are abdicating. We are not truly delegating and managing and measuring and reflecting and running a business. So once we have that hiring scorecard, we know what we want this hire to achieve, how we want them to achieve it, how we're going to measure it. We are going to put together a hiring form. And I like to use Typeform for this. Typeform.com is a service you can use, even as a virtual assistant. And I will ask them the basics. I'll have them attach their resume. I'll have them put their first and last name in there. I'll have them put their company name that they have, that they've worked at a different company, reference checks, email. Um, I'll have them put why they want to work at the job. The main thing I have them put is a five-minute loom video of what differentiates them, why they would succeed at this job, and what they would do when they came in the door. And uh, about 20% of people will fill out that 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 video, the ones that don't automatically eliminate it from our hiring process. The ones that do, they go into our funnel. Okay. So one, once those come in, then we're looking for a couple quick things to schedule that first interview. The main thing we are looking for, okay, is if they have ever showed excellence. Okay. I don't care if it is in baking bread. I don't care if it is in um cooking. I don't care if it is in a former job. I don't care if it was as an athlete. I don't care what the thing was that they excelled at. They've had to excel at something because the number one thing we want to hire based off is past performance. Not what they say, not how they talk, not what they think, what they tell you they can do, but past performance. So if they went from being a bartender to the general manager of a restaurant, that's a very green flag for me because they moved themselves all the way up the chain, which means they knew what they were doing. If they went from a a butcher at a grocery store that's cutting up meat in the back to the GM of that grocery store, that is a great sign for me. If they went from a, uh, a freshman on C team to playing a college sport in that sport, that is a very good flag of work ethic and motivation to me. And so I'm looking for a track record of excellence more so than I'm looking for, um, you know, simply a good resume. Those people out of the 20% that send us a video, we then chop it down by say 50% by looking for past excellence. Then we will have an interview. 
uh, process, usually three to five candidates. This interview isn't meant to be a elongated thing, and I recommend having the whole hiring team on this interview. So if it's you and a partner, you and your sales rep, you and your sales manager because you're hiring a sales rep, anyone involved in this process is going to be on the interview. And really what you're looking to do, you guys, more than anything, is ask questions based on the role they are doing in your company. So if they're going to be hiring people, it's, hey, tell me about your past hiring experience. And what you're doing is you're, you're asking questions, so you're making data decisions with data and not your gut. So many people go, oh, I hired that guy because I liked him or from my gut. We all have um, all these cognitive biases that we approach life with, and you don't want that to get in the way of a good hire or a bad hire. So after the first interview, you guys, you go back and forth, and then it's time for many reference tracks, okay? I don't love reference tracks, but if you guys feel you need to do them, you can do them. You're just finding out information that they did not tell you about that applicant. The last part of our hiring process, and probably the most important part, is what we call the trial project. And a lot of people um, don't really understand what a trial project is. It's not meant to be a three, four, five, six week um, excursion for these people when they're when they're working for you for free for a month. A trial project is meant to be simply a way they can show you um, ability as well as commitment to your organization that they want to work for you. So an example hiring, excuse me, an example hiring trial project for a social media manager, which is kind of our um, our template here we're using, would be, hey, send me a 10-minute video on exactly the process and strategy you'd implement on each account to grow it by 20% in the first month or the first 60 days or the first 90 days. And they would send you a video saying, hey, here's exact strategy, the type of content, here's some inspiration accounts, here's what I would need. And they'll tell you kind of what they would do. Another trial project can be um, a written document. Hey, if you're hiring for a sales manager, it could be, hey, write me out a 90-day plan of how you'd reinvent our sales company based on what you, the information you have now, how you'd reinvent our sales organization to make sure we're optimizing our pipeline. Um, so it can be just a video pro project, a written project, does not have to be anything crazy, but a way for them to communicate their value to you. After that, the last part is compensation. And so when it comes to compensation, I like to look at what's being paid in the industry. So I'll do my research. I'll call other companies. I'll talk to buddies in the industry and see what's fair comp. And I really prefer variable comp plans for any position. So I never like hiring for peer base. I always want to hire for variable comp plans that align with our incentives. And so if their incentive is to sell, um, let's say even their TC and their incentive is to have 80% of our deals that are sold by dispositions person close um, because of title and escrow issues and whatnot, we'd pay them base and we pay them a variable incentive based on that metric. So, hey, if we're at target, you get bonus X. If we're within 10% of target, you get bonus Y. If we're within 20%, you get bogus, uh, you get bonus the next level down and then no bonuses. So variable comp plans have changed the game for me in aligning our employees with our mission, where we're headed and what we need them to do on a day in and day out basis to succeed. And that's what I think everyone should focus on when they're hiring. Um, and then you go into onboarding. And I'm gonna make another video next week about our onboarding process. It's just as extensive and it's, we put just as much time, energy and thought into our onboarding process to making sure we onboard the right way. But if you guys can do this, if you can really outline, just even if you just take one thing, outline what success looks like, outline how you're gonna measure it. That'll alleviate so much frustration for you and your hire and make sure you communicate that. Then you're gonna get into building out your form, the videos, that'll weed out a lot of the lazy people. You're gonna look for excellence. You're gonna interview based on data, not based on cognitive biases. Then you're gonna run a trial project. You will end up with really, really good candidates. And you're gonna say, hey, cool, well, how do I train them? How do I make sure they're managed well? How do I make sure they know what to do? Next call, I'm gonna get into our onboarding process and how we've really solidified ourselves with a really good onboarding process that we use across all of our companies. So 
Um, without further ado, you guys, we will get into the outro. Thanks for hanging out, you guys. Um, another great show about hiring. Hiring is something I spent a lot of thought on, as it's very important to have an internal um, talent pipeline as you grow. And in this show, we go over not only how we set out initiatives for a job. At the end of the day, we all want good people working with us. And this is a show that will show you that and exactly how to do that. So without further ado, um, as always, a like, a review, a share on your story, a message about what you like, didn't like, guests you want to see on the show. I might do another round of guest appearances soon, so let me know if you want to see on the off-market operator. Um, but as always, you are only one deal away.